0: Welcome to Lattes
1: and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your
0: freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Whatever.
1: Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the pod. I know it hasn't been long for you guys, but Jess had an Jess and I haven't recorded. I guess it was only a week, but like it feels like longer than that. It
0: feels forever because we're used to recording every week and I was away and um, man, sometimes I think we should start recording before we like start recording, but then you guys would actually know what we think about things sometimes, (laughs) about (laughs) things that we don't talk about in public.
1: we do have to have a (laughs) a slight filter sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Not much, but a little bit.
0: We have a wide listenership and... We need to, we like to be kind for the most part, but sometimes we just need a good, a good, uh, cathartic complaint sesh about things. That's what friends are for. That is what friends are for. This is, uh, this friendship is not recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, um, do you have a win for the week, Jill? I I sure do. Um, you,
1: I guess, probably already know about this, but I haven't, I don't think I've talked about it on the pod yet. Because last time we would have recorded, it was like, still a maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. Um, but I hired a coach. Have I talked about this? I don't think so. No, okay, well, it's not me, (laughs) it's not Jess, it's not myself. (laughs) It is somebody you guys know if you do listen to the pod. Um, we've had Ethan on a few times and. I feel like when you're a trainer, there's a very select, like, handful of other trainers you trust with yourself and your training. So um, I reached out to Ethan. It's been in the works for a while. I was just very, like, hesitant, shocking to spend money on my own needs because welcome to (laughs) my brain. Um, But I did commit (laughs) to doing some (laughs) sessions with Ethan and we're working on fixing my squat because I've had... A pretty crooked squat, basically forever, and I've just kind of, like, worked with it because I have some, like, long-term foot injuries. I broke my foot. Some are going into grade 12, and, like, if you give a 17-year-old a walking boot, they're not going to wear it for as long as they should, and that's causing me some problems now <laughs> in my life. So, <laughs> working with him, it's only been a couple weeks, but it feels good to have, like, that outside commitment, and he, like, gave me a plan to follow, and... already feel like we've made some really good progress with my squat and changing my stance and all that kind of stuff so it's nice to have like an outside perspective and then also a little push outside of your regular programming so
0: i like that a lot Um, what i've
1: been up to been kind of fun and i
0: mean you guys know uh in the fall i was working with another a personal trainer friend of mine on olympic lifting specifically and i think there's a lot to be said for like knowing when you can do it yourself and when you actually need help from somebody who that is their area of expertise, right? I mean, I'm not an Olympic, Olympic lifting coach. I don't claim to be. I don't help people with Olympic lifting. So even if I was to do it and video myself, I can't really pick out what's going on, right? Um, and I think it's like <laughs> thinking about our last... Are one of our most recent episodes the one about self-care where we were talking about like growing and like emotional maturity i think it's like a really uh like a big deal as a coach when you hire somebody to help you with the thing that you help other people with right yeah. um, and you're like i'm such a grown-up i'm like doing good things for myself and taking care of me and showing that yes you coach lots of things but even coaches need coaches. Yeah, and I think it comes down,
1: like, for me, it's just nice to have that, like, outside, like, a different set of eyes and outside perspective. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
1: I know how my body moves. I know it very well inside and outside of the gym. So I think we just kind of get, in like, a groove with ourselves. And then yeah. to kind of, like, squat in front of Ethan and him be like, yeah, you need to narrow your stance and rotate your feet out and, like, drive your knees. Like, those little tweaks. I was like, oh, my God, I just, like, didn't even realize Mm-hmm. Those are things because I've been squatting for so long, just doing my thing. So it is in the back of my mind of potentially, like, ooh, am I going to put this out to the world? Powerlifting at some point in my life, but I'm not fully committed there yeah. yet. Um, I do think if I trained to be strong, I would be pretty good at it, but we're I not mean, quite there. We'll start with fixing my squat. You
0: already have a lot of the things that emulate powerlifter to me, like, um you already tend to like you already own converse so there's that (laughs) you already eat candy as a pre-workout or in between sets um i think the only thing that you might need to add is just like you really just need to like increase your rest periods and potentially add some donuts in between sets I mean and obviously bench press a lot more than you do I haven't seen any benching from you lately but I know you squat and deadlift we just need to add that bench in there I
1: do bench but it's not you don't see it don't video it so (laughs) but that's what I mean like I've always you don't want to see
0: me bench either no I've always (laughs) been
1: like decently strong without necessarily trying that like I do think if I actually Mm -hmm. like train to be strong it would happen pretty easily but like we're not there yet. So one yeah. thing at a time, we'll see if as I kind of improve my squat and gain some strength that way, maybe maybe we'll see it in near the end of the year into 2024. Who knows? It's in the cool. back of my
0: head. I love it. Um, my win is actually a business win, which... I feel like I, I maybe I've had some business wins lately, but as you guys know, I've been working like really, really hard behind the scenes and I got like four new one-on-one people in the last two Mm -hmm. weeks, which I was like, what? Um, And so that's, I mean, it's always nice to have a little bit of like job security. Um, And like, here's the kicker is I changed my sort of offering in that if you, are planning on sticking with me for three months or more then i made it like a set price per block and then if it's like anything less then it's actually more and everyone was like oh no i'm gonna stick around and i was like okay cool because you always think as a business owner that whatever you're doing is the wrong thing um and and I was just like, oh, I I just sort of was like, hey, everybody, I need to know like your commitment level and this is what it's gonna be. And if you're not in, then you're not in. And people were like, oh no, no, no I'm sticking around. And I was like, oh. Okay, cool. Thanks. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so.
1: exciting. It's always nerve wracking when you change your offers and it's always nice yeah. when it like when it works out. Well accepted, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um Cool. So what we're going to talk about today is something that is hot this week. uh, We're going to be talking about our (laughs) not friend, (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow. Can I say, Uh, (laughs) I feel like she's done some like
1: pretty controversial things in the last few years. Like isn't she, doesn't she have that show like Goop or what? Is that, am I making this up? Isn't Goop her thing too?
0: She, I'm pretty sure she's. The uh, the pandemic has proven that she is a little bit nuts. Um, I think she's a huge anti-vaxer, um, in and even going into the realms of the vaccines and autism debate, which I don't even know how people correlate that. But okay, she is
1: indeed the owner of Goop, and I just remember Goop as being like controversial around like. The sex world, like she was saying some mm. like wild things in that world, and everyone was like, Yeah, that's not true. So yeah. I just feel like I've heard her name pop up a few times in the last couple years, and like, not for it's never good, days. it's never no. good.
0: Um, and so if you don't know, there's an interview circulating, I saw it on TikTok. And the what I love about this is the fact that I didn't actually see the original anything, what I saw from the health and wellness world was the stitches. And -hmm. if you don't know what a stitch is, a stitch is when you kind of like cut somebody's video off and you jump in with your own hot take. Um, And what I really liked about it was the amount of people that rallied and were like, this is terrible. Um, Because I think that celebrities always seem to have this like, Well, they have an influence on people, right? And everyone's like, I want to be just like them and all this stuff. But a lot of times it comes from a place of being uneducated and just having too much more money than sense, to be perfectly honest. And people fall into these traps because, well, she does it, then it must be great. And the thing is, is that as a wellness community, I think it's our duty to stand up and be like, that's not safe or you know that's not for everybody kind of thing but anyway so back to so the interview was her being and she looked like rail thin like i saw the interview and i was like thin. sorry we're
1: gonna take health advice from someone who looks like she hasn't slept in 18 years she looked years and she looked it's four carrots
0: a day like like, <laughs> like she looked like Gollum from lord of the rings with a little bit more hair in yeah, my like opinion. she wasn't looking she wasn't the picture so she looked Alice. terrible and they were like, What is your health routine? And she was like, Oh, well, I like to do some intermittent fasting. And I was like, I roll, right? Because we all know where that's going. And then she said, And then I like to break it with some coffee. And then I like soup for lunch. So I usually have bone broth, which <laughs> is literally flavored water. And then for dinner, I like veggies, some veggies and then she also did this interview with an iv drip in her arm which to which she said was oh it's just vitamins um and that was pretty much the interview so here's my initial (laughs) points
1: i watched it and then read an article from the national post kind of giving like feedback on it um oh i didn't have to google it It says at the top oscar-winning actress and ceo of goop clearly i skipped over that part um so she's 50 which like okay okay but
0: she's
1: (laughs) not gonna be much older than 50 if she keeps living this way so um my favorite part was that her comment around the coffee was that she doesn't like to spike her blood sugar when she breaks her fast so she has coffee which um Sure. I guess if you're just drinking black coffee, like it's not going to spike your blood sugar because there's nothing in it. But also unless you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, not much is going to spike your blood sugar. Like I think it's a big myth that carbs spike our blood sugar. Like most of our bodies are fully capable of regulating our insulin and glucose accordingly. Yeah. It's, uh,
0: <clears throat> I believe it's called your pancreas.
1: Yeah. Like we, we okay. can most of us can self-regulate our insulin and glucose where there's been research done of like how many grams of straight carbs you would actually have to eat to get a blood sugar spike so i think it's funny when people are like well it doesn't spike your blood sugar yeah not much would unless you're diabetic pre-diabetic um not producing insulin in the way you should be and like coffee on an empty stomach if you follow me on anything you would know is my least favorite thing so i just think it's interesting that she's like that's how i choose to break my fast because it doesn't spike my blood sugar but like there's other things that coffee on an empty stomach is not helping <laughs> either um so that kind of made me laugh and then i don't know if this was in the TikTok video or not i she brushed over it pretty quickly either way so I think it might have been in the video but like no one really one knew what it was and she like skimmed past it pretty quick. Um, So in this article by the National Post it said that, (laughs) Jess is going to love this, I have used, this is in direct quotes, I have used ozone therapy rectally.
0: Oh (laughs) okay um in that part you didn't tell me in our pre-podcast no, that's why i was
1: i was saving that for you and then she mm-hmm. said herself it's pretty weird but it's been very helpful Helpful um, with what so then i had a nice chuckle because the next line of the article literally says don't do this tweeted the university of alberta's timothy Oh my god um and then oh yeah
0: he's like a he's like a big scientist guy yeah i've read his all- tweets before all
1: these like scientists, like the Cleveland Clinic, was like, "There's actually no useful medication application of this." Like, please don't do this. And then it did I mean, break it down. If you don't know about ozone gas, it did say some believe that ozone gas can be administered through ozone therapy to heal wounds, reveal, p- relieve pain, and treat disease. But this remains mm-hmm. a controversial practice with is- limited evidence of its safety.
0: Yeah, from so okay so full disclosure i've had let's just jump to the iv therapy uh i have done iv vitamin therapy in the past uh and the only reason why i haven't done it recently is because i haven't needed to okay so when i when my gut was like really really bad and my immune system was just like because of that um i would do it with under the supervision of my naturopathic doctor And you can do any kinds of vitamins, B vitamins, like whatever. It's just like a really good way to get a shit ton of vitamins in you to give you that boost. Now, I've done the ozone therapy through the IV. (laughs) Let's be clear. (laughs) I don't have that kind of relationship with my naturopathic doctor. We're close, but we're not that close. Um, And it basically goes... In it's like a special machine that they put on the IV to put the ozone. So it's basically O3, right? Oxygen is O2, ozone is O3. And to, I could be totally wrong on this. To my understanding, it is more for like fighting like the illness. Like if I've only had it when I've been sick. Um, yeah. So it says
1: the only potential like scientific potential benefits would be improved blood circulation by boosting levels to the cells tissue and organs so that's going to make everything work a little bit
0: better and and truly i think when we when we did it it was like you know when you're kind of training for something really big like like an endurance event or something and you get to the point in training where you're feeling run down and you just kind of need like and you know what it could totally be psychosocial which um i'm okay with that too um is that it, we just did it as like a boost of like let's boost your energy let's boost your recovery um that kind of thing right um i don't think i've had it very often but i can't say that it didn't work so 100%. and
1: with anything i talk to about my clients like if it works it works but i don't think ozone therapy is something super easily accessible to most people in the first place so it's probably not something you need to go like super yeah. out of your way to try and the fact that she's doing it rectally is just like a very like that almost
0: you would do
1: so it says that it's either applied to the skin injected so your experience with it or blown into the body so
0: you're telling me
1: they blew
0: it's basically an air enema
1: they blew ozone up her butt and then it literally says like Mm -hmm. uh the side effects when blown into the body through the rectum can cause discomfort and cramp day, cramping cramping no kidding. So I just like part of hmm. me when I read that I'm like, did you just like are yeah. Sometimes I do think that people, people in general and especially celebrities that like have a light on them. Like Sometimes I'm like, did you just do this for the reaction? Like, is this something you actually enjoy doing or see the benefit in? Or are you just like, I'm going to do this crazy thing because I have the money to do it and it's going to get me a bunch of attention because all
0: press is good press. Well, and the thing is, (laughs) is like, we know that TikTok is the place to be controversial, right? You don't go there to be like, I agree with everybody else. TikTok is the place you that if you. your <laughs> opinion is controversial, you're going to get more views. That is simply how the algorithm on TikTok works. Um, and and that's why they allow people to do stitches and things like that. But yeah, I mean, like the fact that she showed up for the interview with an IV line, I'm like, but the thing is, is like she could have had an IV anytime. Like literally they take about half an hour, a big bag. To drip into you at a normal speed so why did you do that for the interview why didn't you do it before or after it's not like she's doing anything else with her time it was just for the effect of oh i can't help but notice you have an iv line like
1: what and also like no offense to her like i do IV therapy can be really helpful, but it still doesn't scream the picture of health to me. Like if somebody walks in no. with an IV in their arm, I'm not being like, oh, you've got it all figured out. Like I'm yeah. like, why do you need that and in the first place if you have this great health routine? I mean,
0: I mean, the thing is, is if you're like, if you're walking around with it, there's a chance that you're on IV antibiotics, which is never a good thing. Um, and And for like the vitamin thing, like I said, it literally only takes about half an hour at a regular drip. So why are you having this constant? Is it because you don't eat? Maybe, you know, but there are other ways to do that. We would call that an NG tube. <laughs> and, or, it goes, and it goes in your nose directly to your stomach. Or like she's fully capable of eating food. So maybe try that fully capable Maybe of just like
1: food. give it a crazy yeah.
0: try. My that- I think what kind of shocked me was like when she said like she's like she's breaking her fast with the coffee and then she has bone broth. And I'm like, I wouldn't even consider that a fast break because what kind of calories are you getting? Maybe, maybe, maybe 50 or 60 from a cup of coffee if it's black and then bone broth, like literally broth. That might be a stretch. Literally broth is the broth. There's no noodles or chunks of chicken, or vegetables, right? And, like, bone broth we know has benefits. Um, I don't think it has any detriment, but it's just – it is essentially just flavored water from an animal.
1: Yeah, like, bone broth usually has some protein in it, so I'll give her that, whatever. I'll give her one that – Sure, drink bone broth, but like that better not be your lunch. Like that's not a meal. No, and, it was. Like if black crop coffee is how you're breaking your fast, she didn't specify if she puts anything in her coffee. Like if you're drinking black coffee, you don't even need to track it if you're tracking macros. So that definitely doesn't actually. I just.
0: <laughs> I can't see. I can't see her being like having a coffee with like the full on like half and half or something in it right like but that's not happening she's not even doing she's not even doing the typical thing of being like oh yeah like i use oat milk like no yeah. she's just like yeah and then a few she said what i think the quote is is i have a few vegetables for supper what so like five yeah. carrots she said Six? she
1: likes to follow paleo which means she has a few vegetables but like Paleo is not just eating a few ve- like that. Have you ever Googled what a paleo diet is? Like you're like Well, I have free, because it's the like,
0: CrossFit thing. It's
1: yeah. the hunter
0: and gatherer diet. Like you're gluten-free,
1: dairy-free, but you're not a few veg like that is not a paleo diet. It's not, yeah, eat a few vegetables. Is it my favorite diet? No. But she's not even doing it properly. So you can't even say you're paleo. Mm-hmm. That's not even a paleo diet. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I think like the i think the biggest problem is that still for the fact that you know like young people who are struggling in their own relationships with food and their bodies are going to see things like that because they look up to celebrities although i don't know if young people know who gwyneth paltrow is i think um, she's
1: like her 15 minutes of fame is like i hope she's so. almost out <laughs> so like the thing
0: is, she's still influencing somebody there is somebody that's going to watch that video and think that is totally doable and they're probably going to get very very sick
1: and she's what 50 and that generation as we know bless my mom who listens to the podcast um that generation had a lot going on in the first place when it comes to diet and food and relationships with it that to have someone in their age range being like I'm fit still do this whack shit like people are gonna be like oh my god should I do it too like I feel like that generation has put had to put in a lot of them still follow some not great nutritional habits but if they wanted to kind of change their habits they've had to put a lot of work in and then imagine Mm -hmm. seeing you like grew up with being like here's all the whack things I still do like someone's gonna be like Oh my god yeah i should do that too and then they said in the article that the biggest concern is that people will try it um yeah for conditions that have other proven treatments and then it was like there are certain risks involved in putting anything up your butt it's just
0: nonsense like that's not yeah i mean and it's it's funny because that instantly when you said that it made me think of this trainer i used to work with who was really big on like the like colon cleansing of like like the liquid one where it's like a siphon almost and and the i mean the important thing to know about that is you don't actually need to get rid of everything that's up there like there's good bacteria and um you know there's there's a there's a certain population that likes to do it as a courtesy thing for their future partners uh but that is not what this is about this is about like nutrition and health and things like that and it's like i i never really understood like it's like it's supposed to be there unless you're like you know unless you have a medical condition where you're like so constipated that you need to have like some sort of enema or a thing like that that's completely different that would be under the supervision of a physician (laughs) a real one (laughs) Mm -hmm. not whoever Gwyneth Paltrow is paying um, to put air up there. I actually didn't realize that that was a thing, but you learn something new every day.
1: The researcher from the U of A, well, actually he's a health policy expert. In fact, I don't know if you knew that since you've seen his tweets, but I just finished the end of the article and it gave me a nice internal little laugh and I'll share it with you guys because he... You can tell he was very careful with his word choicing, but it still made me laugh. Um, He was like, quote, she's still promoting completely absurd things. It feels like she's kind of lost the plot, even for her own narrative. Uh, People are moving away from the idea of extreme diets and towards healthier lifestyles. Quote, even the idea of dieting has gone out of vogue. And I think that's a pretty healthy trend. She clearly didn't get that memo, though. (laughs) He uh apparently she referred to her wellness journey but like it's not clear what her goal is and then he was like I feel for her it sounds like she has a lot going on it's a huge her day a significant portion of her energy is devoted to these extreme completely unproven alternative approaches to wellness
0: and one of the things that was in one of the videos I saw was the person who was interviewing her was like tell me about the IV Um, because, you know, like from a detox perspective, like you don't even really need to do that because of the lifestyle that you lead. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, first of all that we have, speaking of organs that do that for you, your liver does a great job of detoxing you. So you really don't need to do any.
1: Pretty much it's like main job in this life.
0: (laughs) But the other part of that is, she's not really putting anything into her body. So what does she need to be getting rid of that, yeah. you know, in excess, right? Cause people, there's a coming from a parenting perspective. There is, I didn't even know this was a thing. There's a, there's a group of people, probably Gwyneth Paltrow fans who, um, they say that they're detoxing their kids of heavy metals. And then all of a sudden their kids who were like nonverbal or only had like two or three words all of a sudden have 50 I'm like no that's called a developmental progression that's just how little brains work um all of a sudden your kid is like boom a million words um that's just how kids work that's not heavy metals you would have to be like Like, even if you lived in, like, an old house that was, like, full of lead paint and you were drinking well water that wasn't very well treated, you still wouldn't have a heavy metal problem. Well, you might. (laughs) But I don't think you would need to, I don't think it would, it would affect your child's development in the way that people say that it does.
1: No, and I think, like, he ended the article by saying, like, he's also surprised she's sticking with it quote, I really thought she would evolve and just kind of move beyond this unproven harmful Mm -hmm. nonsense. Like, And that's my thing with her is like all the people that were kind of in like Gwyneth Paltrow (laughs) is a nobody to me, like as much as that might sound rude. Like she's irrelevant to my life, didn't grow up with her, don't really care what she's up to, will never buy her products. She just exists. I know who she is as a human, but she doesn't actually... Have any space in my life, but for a lot of people that like are similar ages to her, like I have celebrities I grew up with that I still kind of check in with. Like Hillary Duff is older than me, but she would be like my mm-hmm. birth to that. And Hillary Duff has actually been done a very good job of like not going fucking crazy being in the spotlight. <laughs> but I can imagine there's people who like looked up to Gwyneth Paltrow like that too, and were very like mm-hmm. what she does i do and now even in your 50s you might be like oh my god should i be doing these things too um yeah with fame comes power and with fame also comes money so it's a lot easier for celebrities to try these crazy things um especially because she's american correct I yeah um yeah and the
0: regulations are low on stuff like and that.
1: but also like There's not really a high risk factor for her. Like something goes wrong and she needs to go to the hospital. She'll pay for it. And I think that's a frustrating thing a lot of the time when these celebrities do these like wild, unproven things. Because if things go sideways for them, they have the money to get themselves out of repercussions. If a regular human tries these things and things go sideways, like you probably don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay in hospital bills. If you're in the States, but like same yeah. idea, like things go sideways for you. you. Probably don't have the time to take weeks off work to get it sorted. Like there's very little risk well, for is to do these crazy things.
0: I I wonder if part of it or part of the like reasoning is like, maybe she is feeling irrelevant and is like, what if I did something crazy or like, I'm bored. <laughs> maybe i'll try like what can i do right like this this can't be the result of somebody who is living a full and happy life right 100 because-
1: and i do i do think to an extent like you have to be trying these things and like talking about them in interviews for the publicity mm-hmm. side of things because for her the more her name is out there the better it's gonna be like yeah, I, any
0: publicity is good publicity at I this I don't point. really
1: follow that any publicity is good publicity. I would like people to know about me for, like, cool, good things I'm doing, not
0: just Oh, for no. For us, no. The we, whack things? <laughs> but the, and the thing is, is, like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, bad publicity for her because I don't think... Mentally, I don't think that that exists for people like that. They're just, like, whatever. People are saying my name again. I don't really care why. And
1: also, it doesn't actually impact her... She's established yeah. her life. You hate her, doesn't change the way she lives her life.
0: <laughs> totally. Like there's there's nothing that's gonna happen in the next you know like ten years. Like she's not making a comeback in the movie industry or anything. Like I doubt it. Not after. I don't know.
1: She probably wouldn't have the energy to act. Probably eating her not. vegetables and her bone Probably broth, not. So. But I just want to, like, we were talking about how we did the Kim Kardashian stuff. Like, it's just always interesting to see what celebrities are up to and what they kind of self-justify. And it just is kind of, I think, social media is an interesting thing. But I do think for us and our generation and kind of the current world, things like this don't get very far anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. 25 years
1: ago our parents would have heard about a celebrity doing this crazy thing and they probably would have tried it and their friends probably would have tried it because there wasn't the instant reaction from the internet being like do not do this like that I mean
0: look at look at all the like really bad sort of things that have been trending on social media in the last let's say well we'll say like 15 years because 20 years might be a little too far for to have actual social media but things like kids eating tide pods for fun or remember when there was that thing for als where you dumped ice on your head like how long <laughs> how many people did that not that that's detrimental i did it i know I re- it's very cringy um or like there was a thing um, sometimes that
1: shows up on my facebook memories and i'm like there was a thing maybe
0: <laughs> maybe 10 years ago about kids That there was a drinking game that was going around on social media that you needed to mix like a certain amount of stuff and you needed to just like down it and kids were getting like blackout very unsafely drunk um i don't recall
1: but i probably participated if it was like
0: eight uh, years ago (laughs) you may have but it's like there's things like that that went like totally viral around the entire world and you either tried it or you knew somebody who tried it, right? Like we both did the ice bucket challenge and or like we did not know each other back then.
1: The cinnamon challenge when you would, do you remember that one, when you try to eat like a spoonful
0: and like right. people so were like having like this,
1: big problems. <laughs> yeah.
0: and And the thing is, is that now with, I mean, maybe this is a good thing about TikTok, is that before it goes to that level of everybody's tried it and everybody has a story about it, there is actual educated people that step up and say, "Hey guys, maybe this is a no," and mm-hmm. maybe enough people see that video before the original that they're like, "Oh, there's this thing happening, and it's so stupid." Um, that's my hope, anyways. Is yeah, that- and I
1: think <laughs> I think that's hundred percent what's happening because, like you said, like you didn't see the original, I didn't see the original. Like I only saw mm-hmm. people. Duetting it, stitching it. And I think that's more common now. And like, I'm much happier if things like, have you seen the like fruit roll up and ice cream thing that's trending? I haven't tried it yet. I think it's past its peak. Like, it was like a last week thing. Things move fast (laughs) these
0: days. Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: But you take like a fruit roll up and then put a little scoop of ice cream. This like lady did it on TikTok saying it was her like sweet treat at night. You take a (laughs) fruit roll up, put like a scoop of ice cream and then like fold it over and then the um fruit roll-up gets like well it would freeze right frozen so it's like crunchy but then as you eat it it gets like chewy again and apparently it's delicious you like fold up all the sides so it's this little like package with like some ice cream in it. Apparently it's delicious and you can like pick whatever like whatever flavor of fruit roll up you have. You can do vanilla ice cream or fruit ice cream or whatever. And like, let's keep those things trending, yeah. and like everyone can safely try that. Versus, yes, ozone up our butts.
0: Yes, to fruit rollups and ice cream. No to ozone up the bum. Um, <laughs> can I just share that I saw a very funny video yesterday? That was this guy who's, I, obviously foreign, probably European, was like, as a as a neurosurgeon who works on spines, I would simply just not deadlift. And it was like the thing and then the stitch was this guy who was like hey ah, uh, yeah as a certified personal trainer i would not do spinal surgery either <laughs> and it was so funny <laughs> because i mean like the thing is is the risk versus reward to deadlift is not that high guys it was just so funny that this spine surgeon was like no but I was like, okay, so are we not supposed to pick up children, boxes, groceries, anything that's on the floor? I just I was just wondering how you recommend we do things like that if we don't deadlift. And this guy was like, Yeah, I wouldn't I I probably wouldn't do spinal surgery.
1: Yeah. And I think that's my favorite side of the internet where like it's not taken too seriously, but it's like Reciprocated with like, this is how dumb you sound. Like, those are my favorite reactions of like, yeah, him being like, I wouldn't do it. Like, well, I wouldn't do spinal surgery. So glad we're on the same page about things
0: we wouldn't do. <laughs> thanks for coming out. Like, thanks for your opinion. That and I, it's it just, that also just kind of showed me the side of always, always, always how there is this. And he was a bit older. He was probably fifty to sixty, which is that like weird age group of physicians that have no idea about exercising, right? I think there's a group of that younger, sort of that like under 40 physicians who are like, yeah, like exercise is really good. Um, recommend that you you exercise, you move your body, you lift weights, you know, like help your bone density, help your joints, all these things. But there's always gonna be that little window of people that are like, no, you shouldn't lift heavy things. It's, it's just not safe um and yet we have all these old people with osteoporosis and things like that and they're like I don't know why their bone density sucks just because we told them not to do anything weird <laughs> but, <laughs> but if anyways, you guys have
1: any <laughs> if you guys have seen any trends that yes we would around. love to
0: talk more about trends and get you through i know there's um there's a couple people who often dm us tiktoks that they see um and this was one of them i'm sure it kind of sparked my thing in our dms um so thank you for always thinking of us when you see weird things and it's i told
1: jess before when she was like we should do a podcast on this i was like yeah i'm not gonna lie like i haven't even listened to it because as soon as she started speaking i was like scroll. so if you bring me back to it i will pay attention to it but I spend most of my days on social media that if I listened to every stupid thing on the internet I would never get off of it so yes. as soon as there was an interview and I saw like stitching coming I was like I already don't care <laughs> just like kept scrolling <laughs> so it was interesting to come back and read about it and confirm the fact that I literally could not care less about what that woman is up to in her life but if you care about what she's up to, we are here to tell you to not listen to her. So. Find
0: somebody else.
1: Yeah. Maybe care about what Jess and I are up to in our lives instead.
0: It might not be ozone up the bum, but it's pretty interesting. It might be more helpful for you. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely more helpful. Definitely more helpful. Um, yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap. So yeah, if you like Jill said, if you have any other ideas. Of uh, things you want us to chat about, or if you have questions, feel free to send us a voicemail. Um, we love hearing from you. And even if you just want to shoot us one that says, Hey, longtime listener, first time caller, I love that too. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like we're on the radio, which is cool. Remember radio? <laughs> um, <laughs> Remember the radio? Uh, and if you don't know, if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at Lattes and Lifting Podcast. Um, it's a great place to interact with us. And if you don't follow me yet, uh, my all of my social TikTok, Instagram, are all at JLockFitness.
1: And you can find me, my dog's stepping on every paper on my ground beside me. So <laughs> apologize for the background mode. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at April. Thanks for being here.
0: Bye. <laughs>